Chapter twenty four of The Wonderful Visit by H. G. Wells. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Angel Explores the Village. Very unwisely, as I think, the vicar allowed the angel to go down into the village by himself to enlarge his ideas of humanity. Unwisely, because how was he to imagine the reception the angel would receive? not thoughtlessly i am afraid he had always carried himself with decorum in the village and the idea of a slow procession through the little street with all the inevitable curious remarks explanations pointings was too much for him the angel might do the strangest things the village was certain to think them peering faces who's he got now besides was it not his duty to prepare his sermon in good time the angel duly directed went down cheerfully by himself still innocent of most of the peculiarities of the human as distinguished from the angelic turn of mind the angel walked slowly his white hands folded behind his hunched back his sweet face looking this way and that he peered curiously into the eyes of the people he met a little child picking a bunch of vetch and honeysuckle looked in his face and forthwith came and put them in his hand it was about the only kindness he had from a human being saving only the vicar and one other he heard mother gustick scolding that granddaughter of hers as he passed the door you brazen faggot you said mother gustick you trumpery baggage the angel stopped startled at the strange sounds of mother gustick's voice put your best clothes on and your feather in your hat and off you goes to meet and fal-lal and me at home slaving for you tis a fancy lady you'll be wanting to be my gal a walking touch and go with your idleness and finery the voice ceased abruptly and a great peace came upon the battered air most grotesque and strange said the angel still surveying this wonderful box of discords walking touch and go he did not know that mrs gustick had suddenly become aware of his existence and was scrutinizing his appearance through the window blind abruptly the door flew open and she stared out into the angel's face a strange apparition grey and dusty hair and the dirty pink dress unhooked to show the stringy throat a discoloured gargoyle presently to begin spouting incomprehensible abuse now then mister began mrs gustick have you nothing better to do than listen at people's doors for what you can pick up the angel stared at her in astonishment dear said mrs gustick evidently very angry indeed listening have you any objection to my hearing object to my hearing course i have what you think you ain't such a ninny but if you didn't want me to hear why did you cry out so loud i thought you thought softy that's what you are you silly girt staring gaby what don't know any better than to come holding your girt mouth wide open for all that you can catch hold on 
and then off up there to tell you great fat-faced tail-bearing silly billy i'd be ashamed to come poking and peering round quiet people's houses the angel was surprised to find that some inexplicable quality in her voice excited the most disagreeable sensations in him and a strong desire to withdraw but resisting this he stood listening politely as the custom is in the angelic land so long as any one is speaking the entire eruption was beyond his comprehension he could not perceive any reason for the sudden projection of this vituperative head out of infinity so to speak and questions without a break for an answer were outside his experience altogether mrs gustick proceeded with her characteristic fluency assured him he was no gentleman inquired if he called himself one remarked that every tramp did as much nowadays compared him to a stuck pig marvelled at his impudence asked him if he wasn't ashamed of himself standing there inquired if he was rooted to the ground was curious to be told what he meant by it wanted to know whether he robbed a scarecrow for his clothes suggested that an abnormal vanity prompted his behaviour inquired if his mother knew he was out and finally remarking i got something'll move you my gentleman disappeared with a ferocious slamming of the door the interval struck the angel as singularly peaceful his whirling mind had time to analyse his sensations he ceased bowing and smiling and stood merely astonished this is a curious painful feeling said the angel almost worse than hungry and quite different when one is hungry one wants to eat i suppose she was a woman here one wants to get away i suppose i might just as well go he turned slowly and went down the road meditating he heard the cottage door reopen and turning his head saw through intervening scarlet runners mrs gustick with a steaming saucepan full of boiling cabbage water in her hand tis well you went mr stolen breeches came the voice of mrs gustick floating down through the vermilion blossoms don't you come peeping and prying round this ere cottage again or i'll learn your manners i will the angel stood in a state of considerable perplexity he had no desire to come within earshot of the cottage again ever he did not understand the precise import of the black pot but his general impression was entirely disagreeable there was no explaining it i mean it said mrs gustick crescendo drat it i mean it the angel turned and went on a dazzled look in his eyes she was very grotesque said the angel very much more than the little man in black and she means it but what she means i don't know he became silent i suppose they all mean something he said presently still perplexed End of chapter twenty four